0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard
1: on a uh, Monday, and it's uh, time for another edition of the uh, show. Uh, It was a busy Friday night, especially for the boys, um, and uh, there were uh, a couple of uh, uh, really uh, good uh, games and, and a very... A good game, but a very interesting outcome, and probably not the outcome that uh, that either of us was expecting. Although we did warn that this could happen. Yeah, I mean, geez, I, I guess I didn't realize just about every single boys'
2: team we we even tangentially cover played on on Friday night, and uh, it's funny for the Mac, basically it's down to two
1: days, and for the BWAC, they just hit the halfway. Full yeah. Day. Yeah, it, it's it's weird that way, but again, you know, I th- I think we rush through the MAC schedule in part because they play that MAC tournament, right? So because they have to get through
2: so often, and I, I if there wasn't the MAC tournament, the, the league games wouldn't start till after the new year. But yeah, because of the tournament, you have to get it done a week and a half, two weeks sooner. And heck, the Buick play goes basically until the week before districts
1: yeah but that's the thing you know when you get to the MAC tournament you know that we're getting closer to the districts like right. that's that's my calling that oh in a couple of weeks we're actually going to be having playoff games and that's why I kind of like uh how it's
2: broken up because for the for the MAC we can go okay we're going to really focus on the MAC for this week or two and then that settles itself down and we go all right now it's going to be more BWAC than it was before because that race those races are are closing
1: out yeah and we'll talk about both uh today starting with the uh, games that were played Friday uh, in the uh, MAC and we'll do that when we come back in just a moment Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
0: I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Forest Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it.
5: wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at the sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with frantic water conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150.
3: Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, Quality Computer Solutions is an all-inclusive IT-managed services provider for large, medium, and small businesses. Let QCS become your business's IT help desk supporting desktops, laptops, phone systems, servers, backups, security, and more. You manage your business, we help you manage your technology. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides staff augmentation to help guide you through enterprise-level projects. Are you concerned about security? Is all of your data properly backed up and protected from cyber attacks and ransomware? Call Quality Computer Solutions at 8 888 956 for a free on-site security assessment. 888-956-6066.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady and uh, Brady. We're going to start in the uh, the Mac and uh, we'll start with uh, Port here on Northern uh, getting just uh, another big win, uh, another impressive victory. This time uh, they beat Eisenhower. They went on the road and beat him, I think, by 17 the first time around. They had him at home this time and beat him 66-52 to uh, and, again, you, you, you know the, the Haru scores twenty four. He's been doing that every single night. Moreland gets his thirteen, but in this one, Jamison I think only had four
2: points. He was like four points,
1: five boards, I think. And and Cantrell had three points. So you're thinking, uh oh, there, there's a problem. No, Malik Thompson nine, Norrell Jordan nine. They they fill in the gap, and the Huskies win by double digits again. They're, they're playing. They're playing as well as we could. We could have hoped
2: for at this time of the year. That's like eight or nine wins in a row, isn't it? Uh, I believe it's ten for them. Actually, let me uh, do some quick math for you here, just to get that right. But yeah, after the, after they lost to Lincoln, they were four and two, and it wasn't bad by any means. But we're going okay. Let's see what what this is. Um, where they actually stack up, well, that Utica team is now 15-0. and So, yeah, that, that loss in hindsight is not as bad as we thought it yeah, was no, no. at first, although I'd like to see Northern get another crack at them yeah. Um, to see how much they've improved. And then at Lincoln, that was a team that was figuring it out, and obviously they've uh, got back on the right track since And then. they
1: avenged that loss. Yeah, they didn't win by thirty, whatever it was, but they avenged yeah, that that's loss. Ten in a
2: row for the Huskies.
1: That's impressive. And again, that's, after starting what three and three and two, they're thirteen and two now. Yeah, and that's with wins at Ike, uh, a win at um, New Haven. Um, so uh, some quality wins in there for Portier on Northern. Uh, and and again, if you haven't seen them play. And you just want to have fun on a weeknight. Go and watch them play because they're that's that's the best way that that I I can describe it is they're fun. Well, they they get a
2: chance, uh, or at least some fans get a chance to see them uh, this week when they go to Saint Clair later in the week. But tomorrow they have an opportunity on Tuesday
1: to clinch a third straight league title. Isn't I mean it's it's. Unbelievable! They they finally lost a league game this year, which is something they hadn't done for a while. Right, <laughs> If they win at Romeo, which
2: if you just look at the records, they should win. But Dennis, you saw that first round, that first time they played at Northern, and uh, Romeo's not a pushover, despite being five and eleven.
1: Yeah, no, uh, Romeo played them tough for three out of the four quarters. Just that when Northern started raining threes in the third quarter, it didn't stop for eight minutes and that was the difference in the ball game uh, they won the fourth quarter big like 28 to 6 and if you look at the whole rest of the game Romeo actually won the rest of the game by a point or two so
2: northern has a chance again win a third straight league title i don't know if that if the basketball programs ever won three straight leagues whether they were the EML or or, or the MAC but this northern team is going through a golden age right now and they have Taken a step forward and
1: i think they just are going to continue to get better. They they've played 15 games this year. Brady, they've scored over 1000 points now. I know i was just looking at that. <laughs>
2: they are right now i believe they're the highest scoring team in the mac or second highest behind New Haven um just in, in terms of points per game.
1: Yeah, they're they're scoring 67 points a game, which yeah, and i
2: think New Haven is um holstered up a bit by their early season because those two teams talk about two teams on a different trajectory right now. New Haven is struggling after looking like they were going to be unbeatable um, in the first part of the season. Now they're hoping to stay in the, the MAC uh, tournament.
1: Um, uh, here's one uh, and, and we'll, we'll talk about St. Clair and Port Huron and what's going on with them this week. But it is possible that Marysville can catch Lakeview and finish either second or third, depending on how St. Clair and PH play out. Right. They're either going to tie for first or one of them is going to win it outright and the other is going to finish in second. It is possible that Marysville, by the end of the week, can catch and pass Lakeview in the standings.
2: Yeah, they can't get any higher than third. But for a team that at one point was 4-8 and eight and 1-4 and in league, you're going, all right. Hopefully, they can beat Marine City and, and make the MAC tournament. Now they're hoping for a little bit of a better seed because is there a team playing any better right now in the MAC Silver than Marysville?
1: Uh, not right now because because you look at uh, uh, again you go oh they're three and four. Well, Madison hasn't won a game. Well, guess what? Only one of those wins is against Madison. The other two wins are Lakeview and Saint Clair. Yeah. And I think the wasn't the Lakeview game on the road. Yeah, it was at Lakeview, <laughs> and then a, a I don't want to say a
2: gotta have a game for St. Clair, but a chance to clinch in a clinching game for St. Clair. They go out, and Dennis, you did this game. Marysville kind of led the whole way.
1: Yeah, I I was trying to think about this in my mind. Um, I think that St. Clair maybe. Maybe led early in the first quarter, like in the first two or three minutes of the game, but uh, the Vikings might have led end to end here. But like, I'd have to listen
0: back to the, a, the very beginning the of the point game. Is but,
2: they were in control this whole the whole time. It didn't take some some last uh, last minute surge for them to win. They controlled this game.
1: Well, they they were up five after one. They led by eight at halftime. They were up seven going into the fourth, and they won by seven points, so they were able to keep St. Clair at arm's length. They knocked down eight three-pointers, and this is what we say about Marysville, is they they do like to shoot to three, and they do have guys that can knock them down, and when they're going in and you're on the other side, in the case of St. Clair, for three quarters, they weren't making threes. They got a, a couple from Franz late in the game, um, but really they got beat from outside the three-point line. And uh, I know that the the hot shooter was Cole Haran. He made five threes and he scored twenty-two points for the the Vikings. And
2: I mean that's the difference in
1: in the uh, in the game because he didn't he didn't play the first time around. Yeah, but but the one that that just sticks out like a sore thumb, and it was. To me, the moment in this ball game was they double-dog-dared D.J. Clark, R.J. R.J. Clark, to shoot a three from up top. Like, the, they, they first off, they weren't guarding him. And then when he got the ball, they actually backed down into the paint a little bit further. And R.J. said, I can make this. And he jacked it up a rainbow, and it went right down the middle. And at that moment, you're like, oh, you know, Marysville isn't goofing around here. They're not just playing with us. They're saying we can win this game. And I think it was at that moment, too, that the crowd really got enthusiastic and they're like, hey, they think they can win this game, so now we think we can win this game. Um, And, and that made for just a, a great atmosphere, Um, and it was kind of a slap in the face that I don't think the Saints really recovered from I, I I think up until that point they're just like oh, relax relax we'll do better we'll figure this out we'll get going and at that moment they're like oh wait a minute we might not catch up tonight
2: no I mean Saint Clair shot four of twenty three from three yeah and that's and, uh, uh that's not going to win you a lot of games especially when Saint Clair had been propelled by the three
1: uh, and and I really thought as the game progressed some guys lost confidence. In taking that shot, and and that the, they could have jacked up a few more, but they just passed up on some open looks because it's like they're not going in tonight. I don't want to, I don't want to throw one up and, and look like the goat. I know it, it, basketball is a little more complicated than this, but for St.
2: Clair, basically, the the tell is if they give up fifty points, they lose the game. Times they've given up fifty, they gave up seventy six to New Haven. Loss. They gave up 56 to Port Huron. Loss. Gave up 53 to Marysville. Loss. There's only one exception either way. They lost to Schwartz Creek, only giving up 41, and they beat Port Huron, giving up 55. But that's kind of, I mean, the the benchmark, I guess, is the best way to put it. If St. Clair gives up 50, they're going to lose the game. And if they hold you under 50, you're going to lose to St. Clair. It's obviously it's not going to be that simple, but as simple as we can make it, that's St. Clair right now.
1: Yeah, uh, and the other guy that that I have to mention is Mikai Ratford. He had eight points through three quarters and finished with eighteen, um, and uh, he sank a lot of free throws uh, when it mattered because you know when you're chasing, you just can't trade points with the team, and that's what ended up happening in the fourth quarter. It was 17-17, and a big reason Marysville got 17 in the uh, fourth was Makai Radford made seven free throws in the fourth quarter. Uh, And and so he just had a a big uh, game that way. Um, You know, Franz did what he could do. He scored 24, and he led all scorers in the game, but uh, he hit a couple of late threes. Brady that Marysville had answers for, and so in the end, it was kind of a quiet 24 points mm-hmm. for, for Braylon, uh, and Nesbitt was their next high, highest scorer with seven. Uh, Penwell had six. I think they were all in the third quarter, uh, and and they really didn't have that secondary punch, and and Marysville had it. You know, 22 from Haran, 18 from uh, Radford, and then again... Clark McBride hit a three. It was the only shot he made all game, but it was a three. Dysinger only hit one shot, but it was a three. So, uh, you know, Zach, Zach Winston only had two points, but it was in, in a clutch moment where it, it's like this is a big trip. The Saints need a stop, and they uh, Marysville missed a three, and Heran snuck in, got the offensive rebound against bigger guys and stuck it back up and in, and it was like, wow. If this is going to happen, Saints aren't coming back. They can't get the stop. No, and and
2: like we said, Marysville let it coast to coast. And th- this is what I was hoping for Marysville at the start of the year. Hey, they're they're being the the good pizza now. They're they're the fresh, hot and ready. Took me took them maybe a little longer than I expected for them to hit their stride because I'm not. Hey, hand up. I'll admit it. I was starting to sell some Marysville stock after. I guess I saw them in the PH game, and it just came out flat, and PH really took it to them. And I'm going, all right, maybe I misjudged this Marysville team. Maybe they don't have what I thought they did at the start of the year. But now they have everyone there. It's starting to click. And, hey, a chance to have a winning record in league and a chance to be a a,
1: a dangerous team and maybe even the two-seed in their district. Well, and, uh, and Marysville beating St. Clair 53-46, it doesn't ruin St. Clair's season. They can still win a league title, but they had an opportunity to, to clinch no worse than a share with a win there, and then they could have won it outright this week um, with, with the win. But now, with that loss and PH doing what they are supposed to do at Madison, win big, 59 to to 35, they get 16 from Jaden Carswell. Who's playing better than Jaden Carswell right now? He might be most improved player from game one to now. Yeah, I I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, At least the guys that we see regular. Right. You know, uh, Foy with 10, Trey Thompson with 10, uh, James had eight points and five uh, steals. So uh, PH has the tougher game this week. They they've got to beat Lakeview,
2: but they're they're going to be laser focused going down to Lakeview, especially after losing at third place. But you think uh, Jeremy Rosenau is sending a, a flower arrangement to Shank th- <laughs> this morning?
1: Uh, he he's got to be happy with that uh, with that outcome. He he really has to be. Um, so th- th- this is very uh, interesting. Um, and again, Saint Clair can still win it out like right league championship uh, by taking care of businesses home against a struggling Marine City team. I guess the cruel irony is they have to root for Lakeview. Yeah, yeah you have to root for uh, Lakeview to uh, beat uh, PH, uh, and those games are coming up on uh, – today's the 29th, so yeah, those PH games are coming Lakeview up tomorrow.
2: Tuesday, and then yeah, St. Clair Marine City isn't until Wednesday. Wednesday. So St. Clair will know – if they're already a share of the league championship, or if they uh, need to win to avoid uh, PH winning it outright for a second straight year, yeah. So, Which, that, by the way, first that's time interesting. Last year was the first time in like I think it was almost twenty years that PH had won a league title, and now they are one game away from going back to back.
1: Hey, the, the, they're they're a talented program right now, and and I I started saying this last year. I I think Coach Rosano is doing a good job, and who's like again when you when you think about the, a couple of players that they lost off their team, and they didn't go backwards this year.
2: Oh, well, it took them, they had a few missteps early on, but I, I really think they found their identity pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is, is, is the last two years, I think they've started the season 1-7, and because they were 0-3 this year, and I think they started 1-4 and four last year. But again, if you look at what they've done, they've challenged themselves early in the season, playing teams that are bigger and generally better than they are, to so that their kids know, this is how good you got to get right. if you want to be good. Right. They're good. not
2: playing any ca- cupcakes in the non-conference. So. And, and
1: then and then when you get against the tougher teams that you play in the silver, you're like, oh, we, we've played teams like this, and we know what it takes now.
2: All right, you want to round out the uh, MAC before we, I'm guessing, take a break?
1: Yeah, well, uh, Lakeview uh, did what they were supposed to do. The Marine City is really struggling. 75-39, Lakeview won that one. Um, Anchor Bay got a 70-54 win over Lakeshore. uh, And Romeo, uh, we're kind of surprised by this. Romeo beat New Haven 67-54. It's not that Romeo is a bad team. I mean, when you look at it record-wise, they don't have a great record. But, again, they play so many tough teams. But uh, I've seen Romeo play firsthand. They're a pretty good team. I don't know what's going on in New Haven. I don't know if it's just that.
2: They've lost five of six. Yeah. They started 8-0. And and
1: were crushing teams. And they're 9-5 and five now. So I don't know if that's just, a, we can't win the league, so meh, kind of attitude, or if they've got injuries.
2: Before their first loss, they did not score less than 62 points. And the, since then, they've gotten over that twice.
1: You know, And they scored 84 in a recent game with Northern. Yeah. They just lost in overtime because they gave up 91. So I just... This looks to me like uh, they lost three straight at home. Actually, yeah. four straight. Yeah, uh, three straight at home. I think this looks at me like they looked at Romeo's record and thought that they, they could just roll out the ball well, on Friday night and they got bit. maybe
2: they're getting ready for Lincoln because that game's this week. But yeah.
1: man, how
2: New Haven went from who's going to stop them? Them in Lincoln's going to be a collision course. To yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, the, yeah, the, the game. I go really I see really that game and I go. All right. I think Lincoln's going to
1: win by 15. Mm. We'll see. They'll they'll play that one later this week, too. All right. Uh, Lots going on in the BWAC still, even though they still have half the schedule remaining. Uh, But we'll uh, talk about uh, those games from Friday night uh, in just a moment.
6: Ameriprise Financial Services LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
2: Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years, with locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road. They are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns and Foster, Sealy, IComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area, backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer Free local delivery on all purchases, $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King.
6: Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred.
1: Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, and uh, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Um, Before we go through each individual game, I'm just going to say the top four teams in the BWAC played what I consider the bottom four teams in the BWAC, and they did their work. Uh, the, well, it
2: didn't go maybe the way you, at least in one of the games, didn't get there the way we expected to get there, but it, it got there.
1: No, yeah, I mean, even even Yale beating Richmond 57-43, I, I thought maybe Yale would win that game a little bit more. Well, that was a but better just, showing for Richmond. Just, just win just win those games. Just don't have that upset. Don't don't get knocked off uh, in a game where you're the, the favorite, and, and I, they, they all got it done. It might not have been... Artistry. Counts but the same. You count- don't get style points. Yeah, no. It, it's a win, and that's what we're looking at. We're looking at that column well, where it says, what's your say, record in the league? Uh, you know who is really happy you don't get style points is Croslex. Yes.
2: Dennis, if I told you that Croslex would get shut out in the first quarter, have five points at halftime, <laughs> and still win by double digits, you wouldn't believe
1: me. No. Uh, the The... <sighs> The five part about, the part in about a, winning in double digits, I would believe, the, the part about having five points at halftime, like, no, not not Croswell. No, the they if anything, when when they have a
2: bad game, they get into a track meet, and it's 40 to 35 and Lance is is ripping his hair out because they're running up and down the floor and there's not any defense. But I think the score at halftime was like twelve to five or something. But they
1: hold North Branch to twenty three. And win 35-23. So, at some point, the, the the switch went on or they figured out what North Branch I mean, was they, trying they scored to do, 30
2: points in the second half. That's a
1: pretty good
2: half. It's just you couple that with a five-point first half. And if you're Cross-Lex, you're not happy about it. But you can laugh about it a little bit because you got the win.
1: Yeah, I, I still don't think Lance is laughing about that one. Maybe some other people are, but... It, but it's uh, a
2: little easier to digest yes. when you you get the win. Hey, it's always easier to to get through a bad performance and win and, and grow from that than if you lose this game.
1: Uh, Gavin Espinosa had thirteen uh, to to lead uh, the pioneers. I've seen him this year in a game score thirteen in about three minutes, that's- and well, thirteen when you score thirty five, that's. <laughs> That's, that's a, a lot. lot. And Cam Saunders ended added ten. So you only got thirty five, but you had two guys in double figures, so <laughs> <laughs> it was that's a weird one. That's a very been, weird one. Uh even I guess maybe for, for a girls game, thirty five to, to twenty three, I could see that happening. But in the boys' game I would not have expected. But not that. two
2: teams that are winning basketball teams.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. Because North Branch isn't bad. I haven't seen North Branch, so I don't
2: know if they just sit in a zone and do take the air out of the ball a bit. But I know Crosley
1: sure as hell doesn't. <laughs> so, but again, just win, baby. Don't get upset by a team you're supposed to beat. And that is a trap game. That is a tough game because they had to go into North Branch, right? On a, yep, on a Friday night. Yeah, remember so. North
2: Branch beat them in Croswell in in December when Croslex was a little banged up.
1: So, all right, uh, Elmont uh, gets uh, a win that they're supposed to get, 56-35 over Armada, because Elmont just doesn't want to leave the pack here. No, no, they are they are going to say we are staying in this
2: race, whether you like it or not. And, and I think it's funny that not quite the same because their football team was so dominant, but at least in terms of the BWAC, beginning of the year, Almont and the BWAC, we really didn't know with football. And we threw them in there because they had been in there in the past, but they weren't one of the teams that jumped out at us right away. Same with basketball, and yet they're saying, yeah, we're still here. Now, they didn't get the proof-it game against Croslex that I really would have liked to see, and they have a few more. Um, they already beat Yale once, but I want to see them play Emily City. I want to see them play Croslex. I want to see them really pound their chest and say, uh-uh, we ain't going anywhere.
1: Yeah, speaking of uh, that, now uh, Emily City 60, Algonac 18. Again, we expect Emily City to win that yeah. game. We expect them to win big, but that was big. That was big, big. <laughs> so the, the they get the win. So Yale, Crosslex, Almont, and Emily City all win, and this week starts right where we think it, it should start with all those teams still in the mix. And you look at the BWAC standings. Yale and Elmont at five and one.
2: Croslex and Emily City with two losses each, and I think right now four teams in the BWAC control their destiny. Because if Croslex and MLA or MLA City went out, that means they would have beat Yale or and Elmont and would hand them a second loss.
1: And uh, one of the games that uh, we'll be doing this week is Emily City Croslex. Mm-hmm. That's going to be death for one of them.
2: Yes, that is loser leaves town basically. Yep. By the way, the BWAC has six of their eight teams above 500. That's pretty good, and for a Richmond team that started off like one in five,
1: that's pretty darn good. Yep, that's a team that's found its way. Team that maybe is starting to find its way is Cardinal Mooney. Um, Everest is is their big league to do. They're the, they, they're the rival in anything. Yeah, the the this is a big game, and, and Mooney got them 48 to 36. Uh, usual suspects. Brian Everhart pours in 27, uh, and Ty Bodecker uh, steps up with 7 points and 7 rebounds, and you might say, well, that's not a great game. That's actually not a bad game in a 48-36 game. No, no, I mean, Brian Everhart has been as consistent of a
2: scorer as we've had, and, and part of it's because he has to, on some nights, be the scorer, but... They get another win, and I think they're right up there tied at the, their league title with Bishop Foley.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, up in the uh, thumb, it was actually a busy night. Harbor Beach beats Sandusky 52-29. to uh, 29. Beach is pretty solid. Uh, Brown City over Memphis 71-26 to 26 was the final there. Ugly beat K-Pack 61-48. Uh, I'm actually a little disappointed because k had been an interesting team uh, to us the way they've been playing. Deckerville beat Akron Fairgrove 57-38. to 38. Peck over CPS 63-40. to uh, 40. Peck gets 22 from Thomas West, 14 from Cal Hyden, uh, 14 from Karsten uh, Le- Lieblang, or Lieblang. Uh, Cody Cairo with 10. He, the kid's just a pyramid. Uh, and uh, Justin Johnson had 21 in a losing effort for uh, KPAC, but he had over half their CPS. points. CPS or CPS, um, and uh, Bay City All Saints beats Dryden 50-41. Uh, yeah, Dryden's
2: dropped a couple. Have to uh, pump the brakes maybe a bit on uh, on the Cardinal hype. Well,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just a bit. Just, just a bad stretch. Uh, and Austin Catholic beat uh, Kimball Landmark 75-54 to uh, 54 as they stole away some of the points from that Croslex North Branch game and put them in theirs. <laughs> yeah, right? I still can't. That's so weird that it was – Crosslegs had twelve five, to five at yeah, halftime, or something like in that. In a boys' basketball game, like you said, with with two teams that you know, we're not talking about two bad basketball teams here. Anyways, uh, we'll take a break and we'll talk about some girls' basketball games because there were a few played on Friday, and there was also Friday and Saturday high school hockey, and we'll get to all of that in the final segment
3: upgrade your business with quality computer solutions your all-in-one IT managed services provider QCS becomes your IT help desk managing desktops laptops servers phone systems and more you manage your business we handle your technology seamlessly already have an IT staff QCS provides expert staff augmentation for enterprise level projects worried about security ensure your data safety with QCS call now for a free on-site security assessment or visit us at our website at QCSPH.com again that's qcs.
5: Call us at 800-848-5150.
4: Do with my future, please
1: go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
4: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs, respected throughout the community, and dedicated.
2: Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today, a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnsports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Okay, so I'm going to phrase this a specific way. Okay, um, because <laughs> now uh, I'm curious. Well, uh, be- because if I use the word "best," it gives a different connotation to it. Who's been the most dominant player for the for the girls? Is it Avery Walters of Marysville, or is it Sadie Dykstra of no, Yale, it, or Avery is there somebody else?
2: Avery has – well, part of it is not – it's almost been out of necessity. And, like, the last game against Stevenson, she goes for 32 as Marysville wins 45-24.
1: Yeah, and she had a 31-point game a couple of weeks ago uh, as well. And and I would be willing to bet in every single Marysville game this season – She's been their leading scorer, um, and and that her, her low game this year, I'd be shocked if she's had a game under 15 points. Maybe she's had one, but I'd be shocked if, if she has. I
2: think there were, I want to say the Northern game, they held her to a low number because they guarded her for, for 94 feet or whatever the, the basketball court is, and it, it was one of those where I mean, she could have been in line at the concession stand, and they would have been guarding her. I st-
1: um, still like, yeah, she had a lower total that game because I want to say I did that. You game. you did the next one. That was the first oh, okay. round of the Weimer tournament,
2: and she was held. They got some a little bit of scoring. The game against Northern, she still ended up with twelve. Actually, Collins was the leading scorer that night with thirteen. So, Collins was the uh, has been at
1: least the leading scorer one time. Yeah, she had 18 in a game I saw against Grosse Point North. They're tough, and she was able to score against them. I just, uh, you know, it, it, it's tough for me because uh, Sadie's such a great player, and, and the other day she had a 22-point game where Yale scored in the low 40s, and, and she just dominated. But uh, th- this is at least a couple times in the last two, three weeks that Walters has gone over 30. Marysville needed it too. Uh, they beat Stevenson forty-five to to twenty-four, but but basically she beat Stevenson by eight points. Yeah, so that that happened on Friday, and I just looked at that and it, it just jumped into my head because I know we're thinking about doing a draft here soon. Yeah, not not today. Um, we
2: we'll, we'll just say it was a uh, tough turnaround from last night. And, and, so, and, so don't have the capacity to do a draft today. <laughs> but, so maybe next Monday, if you're wondering why we're not doing that today.
1: But if you get the first pick, you kind of have do, to. Who, who do you who do you go with?
2: I mean, you could make the argument if you're like for uh, an Ileana Williams or a uh, or a uh, Sadie Dystra that if you put them in that situation, could they replicate what Avery's doing? And it is very possible. Yeah. Because she is asked right now to do basically everything, but the flip side of that coin is everyone knows she's being asked to do a lot, so the other team knows that too,
1: and they still can't stop her. Yeah, that's, that's the part about it is everybody knows that she's option number one, um, and she still is doing what she's doing. And those are just the scoring numbers because she's rebounding, too.
2: Oh, yeah. she's She has been incredible, and
1: Marysville is uh, – well, they're starting to pick up a little bit of steam. And maybe I'm off the mark here, but I think one of the – big like, nobody's been hit like Northern. And obviously losing Jade Friedman, right. uh, losing Nichols, and losing uh, Falco, that's huge. But when Marysville lost Minesburg – I think that's a huge injury. Yeah, that
2: was that was a pretty big loss um, when she went down because she was one I was hoping would grow into the role, and, and I don't believe she's played since. I don't know if we'll see her again this year, but um, yeah, that was one that was probably one of the one of the candidates to be the number
1: two and give them ten some points a game. Yeah. Um. All right. Armada beats Elmont forty-eight to twenty-six. Um. And Armada's got some great players, but they kind of do it different than some of our other top teams because they spread it around, and, and they got three or four, maybe even five kids that you can depend on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh like you said, it's a little different than than a Yale. They're, they're more similar
1: to Cross-Lex, where I, on any night can't really go. All right. This was the leading scorer. Yeah. Yeah, this is the person we have to stop because then somebody else steps up and says, "Oh, you forgot about me." Mm-hmm.
2: Because there was a, a a couple games I did where, or Cindy Upton wasn't shooting great, and I would think we both know she can. If she gets hot shooting, she'll drop twelve on you like that.
1: Yeah. She, she can shoot the ball. Uh, MLA City beat Algonac 53-25. to uh, And the only other girls game on uh, Friday night saw Cardinal Mooney beat Waterford, Our Lady of the Lake, 38 Two thirty-five. There was uh, a little bit of hockey played over the weekend. Uh, Marysville lost on Friday to Chelsea, 4-2. to two. Uh, Brody Tuffin had a goal and an assist for the Vikings. Ben LaValle uh, also had a uh, goal for Marysville. Thumb Legion played a couple of games this weekend. They beat MidMichigan 7-2. Gabe Vanderlip, four goals and an assist. Good game. Um, Chase Tulaski had a goal and an assist. Logan Trupkowski had a goal and Eli Odole Had a goal, and then they turned around on Saturday and got a 6-4 win over New Boston-Huron. Peyton Bowerman had a goal and three assists. Uh, Odell had two goals and an assist. Talaski, a goal and two assists. Uh, Matt Schmidt with a goal and an assist. Cole Leonard had a couple of helpers. Matt Cummings had the other goal, and the only other game played on the weekend was Saturday with Anchor Bay beating Gross Point North 8-0. Not really a surprise uh, there, um, but I think that's the the sixth shutout of the season for Luke uh, Christensen, who I've talked about uh, a little bit. See Anchor Bay uh, Saturday uh, when they uh, come to McMoran Arena to play Port Huron High, uh, and I'll see uh, Marysville, I'll see P.H. and Marysville each twice this week, so looking forward to that. In fact, I'll be doing a hockey game uh, tonight, as a matter of fact, as P.H. Uh, takes on uh, St. Clair Shores, or Sterling Heights-Stevenson. Stevenson hasn't played since before Christmas. Yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. Uh, you got a couple of basketball games in Marysville. Yeah, I thought I was, I I was going to have
2: the night off. Instead, Marysville schedules two makeup, so I go from no games to two games. I had to punish you.
1: Punish me. Yes.
2: Uh the what five thirty tip between Lance Cruz and Marysville and then Fifteen minutes after that game's over, it'll be Marysville Marine City and Boys.
1: I've already called ahead and told them to uh, put eleven minutes on the clock just to mess with them, <laughs> just to, just to make the turnaround even tougher. <laughs> All right, uh, and then uh, Pistol we'll, Pete won't let that happen.
5: Yeah, with The Boys game, he,
1: we'll, he he runs a tight ship. He runs there. a tight ship, and we will uh, we will run a tighter ship on Wednesday. Hopefully, promise that. Hopefully, <laughs> All right.